You're listening to the Scotiabank Market Points Podcast. I'm your host, Greg White. Market Points is part of the Knowledge Capital series, a collection of audio, video, and written commentary from Scotiabank Global Banking and Markets leaders designed to provide you with timely insights and analysis. Q2 earnings for the Canadian banks surprised on the upside once again as they continue their trends of beating the consensus. Healthy optimism with respect to ending the pandemic and restarting the economy is providing support for the ongoing strength in the banking sector. On this episode of Market Points, Manny Grauman, Managing Director covering Canadian Financial Services at Scotiabank, is back on the podcast. We discuss the key factors driving performance and see if he has a new top favorite pick. Hi, Manny. Always great to have you back on the podcast. Pleasure to be here and uh, coming off of a very interesting and very positive bank earnings season. Yes, and it was another season of positive surprises, which is starting to become unsurprising given the fact that the banks have managed to beat consensus expectations for several quarters in a row. Who led the field this quarter? I think first and foremost, I'd make the, the macro point that all the banks beat consensus expectations once again. So this is really the fourth quarter in a row where we've seen beats uh, across the board pretty much uh, for the banks, uh, very strong results, and a lot of positive momentum here. In terms of the best results of the quarter, I think that prize goes to BMO and Royal at the top of the list. Uh, Definitely open for a little bit of a debate. I would probably give Royal the edge over BMO, but I think some investors out there might disagree. Nevertheless, I think both of them were really at the top here. But Again, I think I have to put it into context to say all the banks delivered very, very strong results once again this quarter. So what was really behind that uh, that BMO and Royal over-overperformance, if you can call it that? Well, again, I think uh, there's different metrics with which to evaluate results. One is just the overall quality of the numbers. I think probably in that metric, you'd give... BMO the edge uh, in terms of the performance in their key Canadian PNC business. Definitely the edge is there. A lot of uh, very strong performance in their financial markets or capital markets business. Both of them very strong in that metric uh, relative to the others. So if you just kind of compare numbers to numbers, I would say BMO, even though Royal was very strong, where Royal really gets the edge is, I think what we saw this past quarter was a turning point in their Canadian banking business, especially when it comes to their net interest margin and also from an expense perspective, very good operating leverage out of their Canadian banking segment. So I think that was very significant. And then broadly speaking, a very strong performance by their management in terms of just outlining the upside uh, to their overall business and to various specific business units coming out of the pandemic I think everyone's really bought into this view, or most people have bought into the view that we are in store for a very significant economic boom coming out of the pandemic. And Royals management team really were able to give voice to that and and paint a picture of how good the numbers could be coming out of the pandemic. What's your read on their optimism? Are you sensing still a level of cautiousness? I think, you know, bankers by nature, good bankers get paid to some extent to worry and to think about risks. So risk management is always a key part of banking and, and all the executives across all the banks that I cover uh, are, are good at that. So it's not that you ever have uh, a scenario where there are no risks, but definitely the broad view, again, this is not just shared by analysts or investors, it's shared by management as well, is that 
we are in store for a very positive period for Canadian banks uh, overall. And so, you know, what's changed this quarter? Because on some level, we've had this air of optimism for, for a while now, even, even through some of the, the darker days of the pandemic, uh, management teams and investors were able to kind of look ahead and say brighter days are ahead. I think the difference here now, especially in Canada, is the vaccine rollout is finally looking uh, very, very encouraging. Case counts are coming down. So finally, we are in a better position to say, you know, we're, we're more certain and management teams are more certain that we will see brighter days coming out of this pandemic. Pandemic's not over. There's still some risks attached to it, but there's definitely more of a of a clear sight line to the the finish line here. How did the markets react? Um, are they getting used to these beats? Was there any movement at all? Well, so by by definition, when you know when a company beats expectations, you know, by definition, it's it's unexpected to some extent, right? Because the market's coming in. Uh, assuming a certain level of performance, and then these companies deliver something better. So you have that element that, by its very nature, should lift the stocks. And basically, that's that's what we saw through earnings season. Uh, at the top of the list, CIBC was by far the best performer uh, through earnings season. The, their stock performed the best relative to 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 peers. The weakest performer actually was was National Bank, and their you know their results were not bad. But it's, you know, specifically when it comes to National Bank, there, the reality is, is that their results just weren't good enough. Expectations were very high for them. They had a very, very strong first quarter performance. And this time around, it just wasn't as good. And so they definitely uh, lost some ground. But broadly speaking, what we do see, again, I will talk across the board here for the banks, we definitely see upward earnings revisions, which is a very positive sign. And the favorable view of the sector as a whole continues. Uh, and, and I think that that's important to highlight, that these stocks have had a good run, especially since their pandemic lows, but there's still more upside here. Um, and, uh, and I think that uh, coming out of this earnings season, we're seeing that momentum um, move forward. So I have a lot of conviction that the bank stocks can still continue to do better. There's there's still some upside left here. You you had said it earlier, uh, just that it's now been you know four consecutive quarters of beating expectations. Uh, when you're looking at you know what's behind these beats, is there anything different this quarter? I would say first and foremost, credit continues to be a big driver of the beat. Loan loss provisions continue to come in lower than expected, but it's more than that. And uh, the fact that most banks, with the exception of TD, beat expectations in terms of a key metric that we like to look at, which is pre-tax, pre-provision earnings, which is effectively the earnings that the banks are able to generate, including taxes and excluding really changes in credit provisions. All the banks except for TD beat street expectations on, on that metric. So that tells you that it's it's more than credit here. And what we're seeing is very encouraging momentum in terms of revenue growth, especially when it comes to capital markets revenues and wealth-related revenues. Those are particularly strong line items that are working for all the banks. There was definitely some variation on the capital market side between banks, but overall, what we're seeing is, is very good results there and, and better than expected results there. And a lot of that is, is coming from the fee income line uh, as well. So 
again, that's an encouraging sign. This is not just a credit story for the banks. There's other things here. We're seeing the early stages of that recovery that I was talking about. And now it's just about seeing that recovery continue to build. Uh, and that recovery is ahead in the U.S. It's behind to some extent in Canada. But we're seeing encouraging signs that we are catching up here. Definitely, that's what we're hearing from the banks themselves. That expectation of improvement is something that's very powerful that I think we'll continue to lift these stocks here. The bank's capital ratios continue to climb. We still haven't heard anything from the regulator with respect to allowing buybacks again or dividend increases. Are you sensing an announcement is on the horizon? That's a very good observation. Capital levels, regulatory capital levels across the banks continue to improve. And for some banks, particularly TD at the top of the list, but also for, for Royal and, and for BMO, you're seeing capital levels that you would almost call maybe silly capital levels. Very, very strong excess capital positions across the group. Definitely, I think it is hard at this point, given everything we talked about, given the stage of the recovery where we are in terms of COVID, I think it is hard to argue that the banks shouldn't be allowed to initiate buybacks or raise dividends. So I would expect OSFI, Canada's bank regulator, to provide the green light for that relatively soon. My own view is that we could get an announcement by the end of June. I think that is increasingly likely, given the pace of vaccinations, given the fact that Ontario is likely to come out of lockdown uh, mid-month. So I think all the indicators are pointing to the fact that the sector can definitely bear a rule change, or, or maybe you'd say it even stronger than that, that it probably makes sense at this stage for OSFI to allow banks to return some of that capital uh, to shareholders. And, and we'll see how that plays out. But I think it's, it's definitely coming very soon. If they relax things tomorrow, do you see the banks taking immediate action uh, in any certain way? I think most banks would definitely take quick action and I think it would really come down to two key avenues, buybacks. I think we'd start to see buybacks come back and buybacks come in uh, at a faster or call it a, at a higher level than what we've seen historically. I think that's definitely the case and there's capacity there for that. In terms of dividend increases, I think there's two banks in particular where we'd see very, very significant dividend increases as they move up their payout ratio to be more in line with with their target. And all the big six banks have a 40 to 50% target payout ratio. So those two banks would be National uh, and, and BMO. But you definitely see uh, banks move to raise dividends as well in the wake of, of that rule change. I think it would, it would happen relatively soon after any announcement. So there's so much optimism, which of course, uh, you know, it's, it's great to have uh, right across the board. But when you're thinking about um, down the road a little bit. We're, we're out of the pandemic. What kind of threats do you see or the strongest threats that you see you know, presenting themselves to the banks, whether that's inflation uh, or, or higher taxation or, or something else entirely? So as I mentioned earlier, any good banker always thinks about risks, even when times are good. And I think definitely times are good now for the Canadian banks. So the opportunities definitely outweigh the risks, but nevertheless, the risks as I see them for the Canadian banks that all investors need to consider are first and foremost COVID. We have a, a clear sight line to better days, but definitely COVID is still with us and is still a consideration. 
Beyond that, I definitely think inflation is a key risk. We've gone from a period where you know we've kind of been looking for inflation now to 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 a situation where the data is definitely somewhat concerning. We're we're seeing inflation measures definitely come in hotter than expected. So you know that is another factor. A little bit of inflation is good for the banks. A lot of inflation probably not so much. So it's a complicated. Uh, issue to disentangle, but definitely that's another key risk. And finally, I would say regulatory risk. And with that, I would put in taxation. We know that governments, and especially in Canada, governments have spent a lot of money trying to offset the pain of lockdowns. They've done a very good job. We're reaping the rewards of that. The economy as a whole is. The banks certainly are. So it's reasonable to assume that taxes will go up. Now, what that will look like, what the timing around that is still an open question, but definitely I think it's something that investors increasingly need to consider as well. Many last quarter, your top name was CIBC. Is that still the case? So actually, as you might be able to guess from the way I was describing the Royal results, definitely I would now take Royal to the top of my pecking order and CIBC comes down to second place. Royal delivered a very, very significant uh, quarter in my view The turning point in their Canadian banking segment, I think, is very significant. The confidence that management has in upside to an economic recovery, I think, is something that is worth noticing. So it's the biggest bank. But I think in this environment here, it's actually the bank with the most upside right now. So it's it's Royal and then CIBC. That was Manny Grauman, Managing Director covering Canadian Financial Services at Scotiabank. You can now find Scotiabank's Market Points on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And we want to hear from you. Please rate and review the show. Your feedback helps us improve the content we create for you. You'll find more thought-leading content on our website, gbm.scotiabank.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at ScotiabankGBM, as well as our LinkedIn showcase page under Scotiabank Global Banking and Markets please refer to our legal disclosures on our website. I'm Greg White. Thanks for listening.